Welcome back. Welcome back to Joe's Recap and Review. The Walking Dead Season 7, Episode 7. Sing me a song or sing a song. Is that what it is? It's sing a something. Yeah, sing, sing me a song. My, my notes only go so far. I didn't get that in depth, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> like right down the title episode. I will warn some of our friends that have jumped over from Westworld. Uh, Joe, I'm going to be watching the episode for the first time, so I am going to be enjoying it. But anyone who's very, very spoiler conscious may want to be ca- able to be careful. So we may there may be spoilers and stuff like that. This is more going to be a recap, and Joe took notes. I'm going to watch it. I honestly don't care about being spoiled for The Walking Dead especially not tonight it's uh i don't believe anything huge probably happened maybe i could be wrong but i i seriously oh god heavy shit dude oh heavy shit happened tonight okay so hour and a half episode dude it was another hour and a half episode it was an hour and a half episode oh my god so everybody 90 minutes so which which actually translates to the same old 40 minutes of uh you know what should be 40 minutes oh. <laughs> of a regular show, but you know, AMC and their commercials. So we are, we are here, we are here and we're going to watch the episode live and get all into this. And if you want to get your questions or comments and you can call in at 781-990-8509, leave a voicemail if you want, you can, but the best way to do it to get into the comments, get into the live motherfucking chat with some of the awesome people. We have Richie A, we have Timo, Brown Sugar, Terrachan, Claudio, our Red Sox fan, Demon, Lola's in the live fucking chat. It is fucking crazy in there. We're coming off a crazy other episode of a season finale that I just watched with a lot of people in the live chat. So now we're here, ready. I'm I'm excited. I'm get I'm trying to get as hyped as I possibly can. I'm in an all-time television hype mood right now. I'm ready for a good episode of The Walking Dead. Let's see if The Walking Dead can sustain the hype awesome feeling that I'm having right now. Joe you can get into it a little bit, but quick points. How did you, what did you feel about this episode? Just for people that have already seen it. Oh, well, it had some, it had some good points and it had some, you know, it was extremely Negan heavy. And I think this might be the first time I've warmed to the character Negan a little and not necessarily because, uh, of anything Negan did so much, just, He's living your. I'm so saturated. I'm so saturated with him. With every every time he's in an episode, there's so much of him that it's just like he's fucking you till you he, like it. Ultimately, it's basically it, you're, you're you're coming to grips with. You're just gonna have to deal with him. So you're making the best out of the situation. So King J King J Uno in the live chat was saying this was clearly the best episode of the season. Do you do you agree with that? Yikes! No, that. Uh, I don't think I agree with that. It's it's the best episode featuring Negan of the season. <laughs> I'll give you that, I guess. And even that, it's uh, you know, I take that back. I'm it it. I I guess the way you put it is is a better way to put it. Yeah. Um, you know, either he's gonna go limp first, or I'm gonna die first. One or the other, but. I'm still not liking getting fucked by Negan. So. Right, but but you're 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 starting to at least experience some stimulation in certain parts of your body in some moments when he when well, he. I, st- I feel like Carl carried all the Negan scenes. Oh, okay. So so I'm I'm getting excited now for for a good Carl episode. I, I'm I'm actually what what but I, ju- I I wouldn't put it as a good Carl episode either. Like mm-hmm. I'm just saying, uh, 
Chandler Riggs carried those scenes. Okay. Okay. So, so I'm not saying I'm not saying Carl carried them. How about that? Uh, fair enough. Fair. I got some problems. I got some issues and some problems. Okay. So all. we're gonna get into this. We're gonna go scene by scene. I might do some pausing while we're watching this here, or we'll talk during talk. Uh, Joe can talk more about some of his thoughts during the commercial breaks, or as we react to things that we're watching, because he can see on my screen through the through the magic of uh, reflection and mirror. You can probably see where see where we're at in the episode as well. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. We have everyone in the live mother fucking chat right now fucking uh chandler riggs is whack he's got no layers says king j uno how's everyone going we got tom himself in the live chat y'all rip usually rip Chandler riggs too so much i'm sorry guys i'm extra walking dead salty today says claudio i'm excited for some carl says tara chan samburbia pictures in the live chat we have we have champions in there we have so many people in the live motherfucking chat Great to see all of you the people. The chat is wild. Yeah, the chat is popping right now. It's great to see all of people. We have Sam in the live chat, the motherfucking chat. Okay, so I'm wasting time. Let's get into this, Joe. I'm going. Let's let's start all this. Right. Let's start this episode. And as I said, we'll be. I'll be back tomorrow. Normal stuff. Which next week is the mid-season finale. That's it. Mid mid-season is over. So next week I'll be on uh, with uh, with David, I believe, next week for the mid-season finale, and then I'll be back with Joe in the, uh, the next season with a uh, Walking Dead podcast. Joe and I might also be doing a. I haven't talked to Joe about this yet, but doing an off-season Walking Dead podcast with a friend of ours named uh, Brendan Davis, uh, doing sort of like a comics versus the show sort of comics Negan versus show Negan podcast. Uh, talked a little bit to Brendan about that. But uh, I think the three of us might try to do something like that in the off season, a little like a book club sort of thing. More like you guys educating me because I'm sort of ignorant to it all. But uh, we'll, we will do some Walking Dead stuff in the off season. And Joe, uh, Joe and I might do a movie this week if uh, we have some time. So a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming up with because it's interesting that a lot of shows are ending right now, and we've got Vikings this week too. Yes, 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 more Vikings. Vikings this week too. So, so okay. So the Walking Walking Dead has a couple more episodes. Let's start. Sing me a song. Is it's called Sing Me a Song, episode seven and seven, the lucky number seven. Let's do this. Uh, the Walking Dead is starting. Oh yeah. All right, I don't want a uh, story. We want. We, can we story sync? How many commercials? How much of this episode? It's really a ninety-minute episode, Joe. It's yeah, it is, and it's. Is every episode just going to be a 90? Are they Sons of Anarchying us now? And that's and I was going to say that when I was getting into the fact that it was 90 minutes is it's very reminiscent of the 90 minutes that, you know, Sons was putting out at the end where it's like, you know, 15 minutes of Katie Seagal singing. The episodes really only needed an extra 10 minutes, but they gave it 20 extra minutes of commercial. I think they're just doing Yeah, I think they're doing it because it's their top-rated show, even if it's not doing as well in the ratings as it used to. It's still their top-rated show, and they're, and they're getting they more the advertising money. money. Yeah, it's all, about, it's all about the commercial money. We got Lord Commander of the NSS Guard. Great to see you. Great to see Randy. Great to see so many of our people. Sam, I saw you. Patricia's in there. Red. Tell me about it. Red, leave your comments. 781-990-8509. Leave your comments about that finale, about that other show finale. No sp- yeah, and- no spoilers for that. So our scene that we start out here first is Michonne on the f- on the road at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Anything you got to say about this Michonne scene, Joe? It's just like, what what's going on? What are you doing, Michonne? That's basically all you think. Like, it's her. She starts whistling, like, and... She drags a zombie off, leaves her walkie and her sword and her satchel there behind. So it's like, all right, 
and we don't revisit her until you know 90 minutes later or some shit so you know forget this michonne, michonne shit by the time you come back to this stuff you're like well you don't even remember that it happened. I feel like I have to do devil's advocate though here where I complain. Are they damned if they do, damned if they don't sometimes with me or with us? Because sometimes if they just focus on one person, we're like, oh, I wish they would jump around a little bit to scene to scene. So No, and, and they, they do and and that's one thing. This isn't this isn't a focus episode. This is very much um a bunch of different characters have have little scenes. Um so that you get a lot from you get a little bit from a lot of a lot of different characters here, which is one of the reasons why it's it it might be the best Negan episode, but not the best episode of the season. Okay, good good stuff, Joe. Uh, everyone in the live, everyone in the live, motherfucking chat. Michonne's my lady, says Demon. I thought about watching Vikings, but I don't know if I'd like it. Check out the first season, Terra Chan. You'll definitely know right away if it's going to be your kind of show. Oh, Alicia. Hi, hi, Alicia. Huge hugs. That finale. Yeah, it was uh, so good. Please, everyone leave your thoughts about the Westworld finale at 781-990-8509. I want to hear it. Sorry. Wrong show. But but yeah, so, uh, so as Joe was pointing out, we have Michonne just setting up a little intro here. Is she... What's Michonne's plan here, Joe? <laughs> she wants to play Farmer Adele with uh, Judith. <laughs> that's all you get that's it that's it that's it forget her that's it she's done so at least we're that's over it. no more michonne so that was your michonne for the episode <laughs> <laughs> serious i'm not joking that's it that's so, what you get so we get rick and aaron here as 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 this, as this scene opens up Oh, wait, I forgot about this scene. I don't even have this scene. Do you have this scene in your notes, Joe? Joe took notes I don't have tonight, this guys. Scene in my notes. I don't have this scene. I, I didn't I started taking notes uh 15, 20 minutes deep. Mm. I was like, shit, what was the first scene? <laughs> so in this scene, what's happening oh, yeah, right now? Okay. Rick is Okay, yeah, yeah. We're setting up that that we got they're out on the on the road looking for supplies and we gotta find them today or never. <laughs> oh well, I, I don't remember seeing that. T- Terry Chan says, "Rub that West World in Joe's tasteless face." <laughs> no, J- Joe's loving the Walking Dead here, right? Yeah, Joe, you're loving this. Yeah. Uh, so what they we don't see what they saw, and we cut to these two fuckers. This is what I had as my second scene. Mm-hmm. These two fuckers sitting on the back of the Carl truck, and we don't know that it's the Carl truck because, of course, they're sitting on on the back of it, and they're watching off in the distance. There's a stream of walkers crossing the road, which has obviously been going for quite a while. But what the fuck are these stupid assholes doing? I'm going to be you. What the fuck are these stupid assholes fucking doing out here right the fuck now? They're just sitting in the back of a fucking truck. Fuck them. I'm sorry. Watching, watching, watching the walker stream in front of them, being cautious. No, I guess they're being smart. But my thing is, is it's it's a stream a hundred yards up. It doesn't mean it doesn't get like two hundred yards deep. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the beginning tip of the fucking ice. I really like that up. visual right there. That's an excellent visual of the truck, just the truck with the road in the background. That's just a well framed shot at a cool angle. Yeah, yeah. And then you see these two suckers sitting in the back, like shh. <laughs> like, these two guys didn't rummage through any of the other boxes. Didn't notice them back there. Don't hear them walking around in the back of the clanking. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those things. We talk about this a lot on our after shows. In real life versus television. Yeah, in real life, it's a lot harder to hide from people like that. Yeah, it's it's so you just sense people being around. You just do. 
We got some good Spencer hate going on in the live fucking chat right, right this, now. This this was a good scene. I I, I like this. Um, he's like he's like we gotta we gotta get out. We're getting close. He recognizes something where he thinks that he's getting close to their to their compound, their headquarters, and so he starts. He's wasting the maple he's, syrup uh, though. What are you doing with the right, maple right. syrup, and Jesus? He's he's fucking Hansel and Gretel in that shit. He's ah. leaving a trail of syrup crumbs there, and uh, he's like, Carl, we gotta jump. Let's jump. Carl's like, yeah, show me how. It's like it's it's in the roll. You got to tuck and roll. Either run with the truck or roll with it. But that's how you do it, Carl. That's how you do it. Come on, Carl. That's how you do it. So Carl's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You 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 first. Show me. Sh sh show me how. The live chat says, Phil has, Phil has Spidey sense. Not everyone else can sense. Can sense them. I have hippie sense. Tara Chin says Spencer should have. Uh, oh, we got Spencer hate happening on the live chat. Timo says Hopi chokes on said brown sugar. Rosita is a pretty face, but not myself. Oh, Jesus! Bye, Jesus! Jesus just left poor Carl. No, he Carl told him to jump first. Show me how to do it. I don't know how to jump out. Oh, of the so back Car Carl let Jesus jump out because Carl's like, I'm a loner, Dottie. I'm a rebel. Carl's pulling. Yeah, his and, then, and, then, and then Jesus is sitting here afterwards. He's like. Of course, you go first, Jesus. <laughs> Dumb, yeah, dummy. He really like as soon as Carl waves, he's like, "Of course." Somewhere, Fred. <laughs> somewhere, Fred Sanford's yelling at him, "You big dummy!" Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, what? Of course, he did that. Oh, Carl, Carlos, Carlos coming over some machine guns right now. He's like, "Ha Now, if only I could shoot. Now, now, here's where. What's Carl up, Jose? Loses me, and in the in the in the. And it's really Chandler Riggs that kind of pulls it out. But the character here, who's he's our boy, right? He's mm -hmm. pretty much raised in the apocalypse. He shoots his father's best friend slash mother's lover, who's been helping them and taking care of them from the start of the apocalypse. He shoots that guy, right? He shoots Shane. He he killed shoots his, his mother. mother. Yeah, he killed he his mother. Cuts. He cuts his sister out of his mama's belly with this. With the with uh, who was it? Andrea, some shit, or Carol, or whatever. I think it was Carol. Right? I like, think it was Carol, but I'm not sure. Like, like this is the kid who. Oh, Maggie. Who's Maggie? Maggie. Okay, he's been shot in the fucking eye. He's nearly been fucking raped. Where he he watched his dad bite the neck off of some guy. So when this door opens up, he blasts one guy in the fucking belly. He says, "Where's Negan?" So Negan comes out. And what's Carl do? Absolutely yeah, why isn't fucking. He, nothing. Why isn't he just he stands there? He stands there and looks. Why isn't at he him shooting looks, right now? Why isn't he shooting that he, gun? Correct, Phil. Why isn't he? Why is he already? He's obviously one guy just now. He's obviously decided to go on a suicide mission of some sort. Why the fuck? They, oh, good. He shot another guy. And now okay. he killed someone else. He had he a shot tackled. on Negan. He had a shot on Negan. Right? Negan just strolling in front of him. Whistling. What the fuck? Well, he whistled. That's why would Chandler is an idiot. Like, I mean, not Chandler. But, Carl. Uh, Carl. You know, take the shot, Carl. He's taken the shot before. Many times. What the fuck? Why did he not shoot him? He was scared of him all of a sudden. Like he hasn't almost been raped. Like he hasn't had to fucking watch a child get cut out of his mother's belly. Like he didn't have to put a bullet in his mother's head. Like he didn't have to shoot his father's best friend, pretty much his uncle. Like, come on. This is a kid that's been through so fucking much, but he can't take the shot on Negan right there. He's dead. He, 
He watched this fucker bash two guys' brains in his friends, his uncles, or his, you know. Yeah, like and you decide, you ultimately decide to, you ultimately decide to go on a suicide mission. You know you're going to be killed, you know, you're going in that, you step out to a whole army of guys that are right there. You take the shot, Carl. You take the fucking right. shot. And that, lo- and that lost me. That was like complete bullshit. Like, I just did not understand. And then he gets jumped. Of course. And, and like, fires. He gets jumped. He gets jumped on the side with his good eye. So he's even got peripheral out of that side, doesn't he? <laughs> like, they don't even take him from the blind side. They take him from the from the good side. And one guy just rushes him straight on. San- like, all right. And look at look at Negan the fuck. Negan uses one of these people as a human shield when he finally stops moving pulls the guy in front of him and kind of stands behind him like a fucking coward. Like, <laughs> like, like, are you kidding me? And all these people are just like, oh, that's fine. Negan can use me as a shield. Yeah, that one guy, and he nobody... just stepped up. He's like, I'll be Negan's human shield. I don't give a shit. No, Negan stepped behind him and, like, pulled him in front of him, kind of. But he took his sweet time. Carl had, it takes a quick second to pull to shoot Yeah, him. yeah, it takes, it takes, it, it takes a half a second. He, if he, he had a shot on Negan. He absolutely did. Uh, Jose says, I miss Joe. Negan was much better today, says Sandman. Not yet, but uh, not for a while. See, that's the thing. He was much better Have a good today, night, Tara Chan. He was still exactly the same. I just think I'm, um, it's not, I'm just not as disgusted with his brand of bullshit anymore because I'm... You get like, used to it? Force-fed it to me. Yeah. So it's like... It's, it's, it's like Iacane like powder. You built... To- I've built up a little bit of a tolerance. Yeah, I'm just yeah. waiting for the scenes to end rather than waiting for the scenes to end because I, I feel sick. Al Red Sox fan this. has a message for you, Joe. It says, Joe, love thy Negan. DJ Better, they great to see me. you. Have a good night, Tara Chan. It was great great, uh, great watching Westworld with you. That takes a lot out of a human yeah. being. Yeah, Al, they don't love Negan. None of them love Negan. Nobody loves Negan. There's no love. Negan love loves Negan. Negan. No, as you watch, you'll see there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no love. It's all bully, baby. Atari Dad says the reason Carl didn't shoot him is because he was afraid to die, which he knew would have happened after he shot Negan. And see, I'm not so sure about that. That's just Carl. That's just that's fear right there that I'm not like as a viewer. Now, I'm not saying as as Carl, but as a viewer especially after seeing the rest of this episode and especially after what Carl gets to witness in the rest of this episode, I'm not sure the smart kid that Carl is that Negan, even in this episode claims he is would come to that conclusion that these people would kill him after he kills Negan. Like I believe that if he had shot Negan right there, if he had mowed fucking Negan down, I do not think any one of those people would have actually killed Carl. You don't, th- really you don't, you don't, not. you don't think so. I mean, I haven't seen the rest of the episode. We'll, we'll get, we'll get into that. But ultimately, you think that they would have thanked Carl Ford, taking him out for a drink later, be like, "Hey, buddy, let's." Uh... I think maybe they take him. Maybe he gets hit or something. But ultimately, there, you know, maybe there's debate about what to do with him. But ultimately, this place falls right the fuck apart. It becomes complete infighting almost immediately. There is nobody in number two spot that's going to step up and everybody's going to listen to. There is nobody that we have seen that has any kind of control. Not, like not, that. Dw- not Dwight. Not even Dwight. Dwight is just the same. How about what's how about what else is. How about what's his name? Trevor. No, no, maybe Trevor. Uh, but even him, I don't think would be able to to hold it maybe he splits off with a faction of people but i think even he gets 
challenged right away, immediately. Like I don't, I. As you see the rest of this episode, you're gonna. You're, I think you'd even understand that too. So like we're at just, the point right now. We're back in. I'm just gonna let the commercials play for time purposes. I'm not gonna fast forward and stuff. Negan is helping Carl up. Co- correct, Claudia. Negan makes. Uh, he does not want a number two. He he does not want. He'll stomp out absolutely every competition. He doesn't want anybody else to have any power whatsoever in this group. You're right, Claudio. I like him. Uh, Trevor is an efficient lieutenant, says Sandman. Yes, he's an efficient lieutenant, and that and that's just it. Uh, he there's nobody that's going to be higher than lieutenant there's a bunch of number threes and number four or number fours but there's no second there's nobody who's like uh you make the decisions while i'm away it's all if you don't do exactly what i think should be done in these situations or wait for me to get back to make those ultimate decisions then i'll burn your face too i can't lie joe i've been been watching along right here this whole scene i i like i'll say it right off the bat I like Negan more in this opening scene talking to Carl than I've liked him though since he's been introduced. I already like it. Like I'm not I'm not on the Negan train right now, but I think he seems like more of a real person in this episode. I don't know if he's being directed a little differently. Maybe it's because he's actually talking to somebody and he's not monologuing, so he's actually like talking to Carl. But, but it, it, I'm, but I'm actually it, I'm enjo- it, I'm enjoying the way he I'm enjoying this a little bit. See the way the way I I see this too is he's not just talking to Carl, he's talking to all those people that are standing there. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna you know take my hand. Don't make me have to bash your head in in front of all these people right now. You know, let me torture you a little first. Take my hand. I'm just finding this like uh, a little bit more. Effective. Carl still Carl still has whatever fear of dying apparently that he had that you know like he's. I don't understand all the decisions that got him up to this point, and then he didn't take the step when he's already nutted up so many fucking times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the loot says this is the worst half a season the show has ever had. It's depressing. I agree with that. It's definitely the worst. I, I really, it's the worst half. A, it's you're right. The, it's the worst half a season unless they do something really hugely America awesome in the in next episode. I think most people agree that like I think this would be uniformly the season five of game of thrones that people would agree is the uh the weakest season of the walking dead yes it is the weakest season sandman says am i the only one rooting for negan i don't know i think some people are rooting for negan see here's the thing i'm i'm rooting that (laughs) i i don't even know how to root for that there's no rooting for this guy you're rooting for what what are you rooting for that's You're enough for Negan to take over the world. That's a, more that was in? just, I just want to, cool, I just want to point out that that's another really cool visual, the visual of all of his people behind him while he's talking to Carl. That was very, well, yeah, that was very effective. Down. Yeah. It was just very effective showing how he's puts himself in a power position over all of them. And he, he, he turns to Carl. He's like, he's like, Hey, pretty cool. Isn't it? They still kneeling. Oh yeah. E- Eli. I thought so. Eli, a hundred percent. I'd watch the sand snakes on loop. <laughs> Eli says, sorry, I'm out for a good show. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> See you later. Uh-huh. Eli's going to rewatch something else. So now we got Rosita and and uh, this crew dealing with the... Uh, oh, Father... We actually get a Father uh, Gabriel sighting. Wow. Yep, so in this, in this scene, you have uh, Eugene and Rosita going out to scavenge, and Gabriel and shit, 
are going out to scavenge as well. And Rosita is all like, leave me the fuck alone. He's all like, Rick sucks. Follow me and be, be cool. Or some shit like that. I don't know. He's being a de- like, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> he's being true to his original kind of storyline. I think he, he pulls this shit in the comic books. But uh, he's just such a little fucking slimy shit. She calls him out on it. Like, like yeah, I'm sure you got a truck full of supplies out there somewhere. Why don't you go get that and shove it up Negan's ass, you fucking prick. And leave me the fuck alone. She calls him, she calls him a little rat. Go get your fucking your stolen goods, your hoard. Your hoard of supplies, you fucking piece he's, of shit. He's so dead. It's just a time clock. Oh, I know. Oh, I can't what, wait. I know what this. I, is, I know what this is. I. I mean, I've heard of this before. I've saw the season. So we're gonna we're gonna meet in this episode. I'm pretty sure I'm not spoiling anything, and this actually happened in the episode. We're gonna find out that Negan has an a uh, a harem. Is that what they call it? No, it's called a pussy trough. It's called Robert Palmer's pussy trough. <laughs> Look at look at look at how they're all dressed. They're all dressed like Robert Palmer. It's the Palmer's, power. Uh, it's the power of love, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> they all get that black one to one, get money. Black. Look, to look at them all. If only they had the lipstick, the bright red lipstick. That's the power of Negan. It's the fucking pussy trough. We get to see the pussy trough. Look at them all. <laughs> all his wives. I and he makes a joke about it, of course, in front of uh in front of Burnface there. You know, I ain't going to, after this shit with Carl, I'm not going to have time to fuck any of my wives tonight. Well, maybe just one. And he winks over it. Uh, and and what, I'm will, what I'm willing to bet is a big part of this episode deals with the fact that Negan has these rules. Negan has these rules that if these women who are actually used to be <laughs> married to other right. people, and if they if they want to come to Negan, it's a willing thing. He, does, he goes, no, if you want to live the good life and not eat dog shit sandwiches and come sleep in my office, awesome apartment and fuck me you come on in it, you can hang out and do all that but you can't cheat on me and that by not cheating on me that means you can't have sex with your old husbands or something like that and unless i say it's okay unless i say, unless it's, I okay. say it's okay unless i say it's okay so so i'm i already kind of know where 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 uh where this is going he's laying down the threats to her right now about reminding her about her place in the because she must be the newest one the newest power of love or she's just one of them. It's not even. It's not even that she's talking to Dwight's wife here, and it. it it's not so much maybe that she cheated on him, but, uh, you know that the guy that it was with her ex or just somebody that she's interested. I wasn't quite sure about that, but he was supposed to be on guard duty or some shit or restock duty or you know sweep out the shitter duty or whatever the mop the floor duty or something <laughs> and abandoned his duty to go oh sleep you said joe place. you just said duty you duty, I, I love I, I love when you talk about duty uh alicia says negan's bedroom was on point though all they needed was a splash of red uh all i think is merle would probably have gone back to being a dick if he had survived oh we have good we have the good merle discussion going on in the live chat marcus caesar's in the live chat so Joe, anything else you got uh, about this scene in your in your notes about Negan in his? Uh... Yeah, Negan. Negan wants Carl to stare at their titties. He's like, "You're gonna want to look at their titties." <laughs> he's, he's giving him. A, he's giving him a beer. Yeah. yeah. Well, is he giving him a beer? Or is he telling him to hold my beer, son? Hold my beer, bitch. I say you could drink that. Now, now watch me torture these women. What watch do you me treat them like I'm a pimp? How do you? How are you like in? In general, from and I know you've seen the end of the episode. No, I know. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yep. 
before you ask me this question, oh, no, his thing it. about about this. It's scene, your show, Joe. He's tonight. In a, he's in a room with Dwight's ex-wife, who basically it was like, "I'm going to burn your husband's face, and you're going to be my sex slave from now on, and fuck who I tell you to fuck." This chick who's interested in someone else who's you're going to be my sex slave and I'm going to tell you who to fuck and when to fuck. And however many other chicks in this room who are also like, I'm going to tell you who to fuck and when to fuck. And none of them, they're not all like, let's just fucking jump this motherfucker, stab him in the face and in the neck a hundred times. I don't get that. Like in this world, this many years surviving in the apocalypse, these women have survived this many years in the apocalypse and none of them are going to try to stab or kill this guy in this room. And they all really, they're all going to sit there and think these other women aren't going to help me at this point. Like Joe, what is Joe, what is Joe, what is Dwight's wife doing right now? Why isn't she sneaking up behind Negan and cutting his throat with Carl's help? She's just standing there. She's just standing there. Listen, we got the little boy here. He's holding a glass bottle. Maybe if we all jump him, the little boy will stab him in the neck a hundred times. The glass bottle. Who knows what? Like I, like he's going to be able to take out all these women who have survived this long, or or have they just like survived because their men have been there for them? Yep. And and but I do have to point out again that I'm enjoying. I this is what I see what you're saying about the Negan performance, Joe. I, I like him. He's a little. He's a little underplayed for himself today, doing the whispering, doing the talking. He's not shouting, and I like him better at that kind of – or I just like Jeffrey Dean Morgan as an actor. I don't think he's – again, I don't think he's right for Negan, but occasionally the the fact that he's a good actor comes out, and I think that's that's more than my appreciation for Negan. It's my appreciation for – of him being able to make something good with the shit that he's given. And he's definitely looks like he's having fun playing this. Oh, yeah, he's having a ball, and I think he's trying. He's really giving it his all, and I think some things he does works. I just think Negan should be a different – and I don't want to get into that too much, but I just think – to go with what you were saying before about the muscles, he looks so small there. Like He does. He's tiny. He's tiny. He's no Henry Rollins. (laughs) Negan has a stash of the unexpired condoms. The the conversation that Chaz, how come these women are not pregnant? John Hamm should have been Negan. Take care. Take care. Have a good rest of the night, Sam. You too as well. Sam says typical abusive relationship. Negan has, uh, I think Dwight's wife is kind of Machiavellian, to be honest, and she probably has some sort of plan going on. Uh, Mr. Niedemeyer was hella hot. What I don't get is how the other chick cheated on Negan despite knowing exactly what would happen. You got to wonder what the Sandman, you got to wonder that Sandman why haven't any of these other chicks had kids yet? So that's a big conversation in the uh, live chat right now. Does, as Negan's eating delicious treats for maybe, maybe Negan can't have kids. Maybe he had a, can 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 Negan's boys not swim? Is that what breaking news here on the post post episode issues? Negan's boys can't swim. Motherfuckers. First girl to give me a uh, give me kids wins. <laughs> she wins the lottery, right? <laughs> Could, no, maybe that's why he's so enamored by Carl because he can't have a kid of his own. Yeah. Maybe am I am I transitioning too much real character motivation upon Negan? I, maybe I don't know. He definitely seems. We'll see more how he is with children in this episode, I guess. But uh. I got to give yeah. Negan credit, though. At least he doesn't hit them. No, it's more mental abuse with Negan. It's like, the, it's he like he likes on. playing the come mental on. game. Come on, I I got to give him credit. He's a sexist. <laughs> he's taller than he, most. He of the... won't hit, 
<laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a horrible thing to say that like he's sexist because he won't beat women, but like these are capable, strong women, and like abuse comes in many forms. Like, there's no. At least he doesn't hit them. Like that's nothing. That's he might as well. Like he forces themselves upon them through, you know, it's manipulative be, it's abuse. Be, it's beyond that, in a sense, threats. Joe. It's 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 playing a game about wanting them to actively, consciously give themselves to him and take them away from the people that have meant the most but to they're them, not. Like, like their well, husbands or something. It. They're not. They're not giving themselves. They're they're. But that's what Magnum. They're not giving themselves. But that's what Magnum. Magnum maniacal. Physically, or force them by threat. But Joe, that's What's what that's what crazy people like people, Magnum mega maniacal minds think. They don't think about that sort of shit. They just think about the that it's yeah. actually actually I'm winning here. I'm winning because you're submitting to me. They don't think that the person's not really submitting, and that's where I connect with what you're saying. A sense essentially that this. You got to think that maybe we just haven't seen the the attempts, the attempts of overthrowing him. Maybe he's just thwarted every time someone's tried to do something. He just is able to. Maybe he, his people are more loyal to him than we realized. Like he has a certain group of people that are very loyal to him. But it seems like is he treating everyone like shit, and everyone eats he the dogfish sandwiches? Absolutely, everybody that we have seen him interact with, he has treated pretty much like shit like a slave get on your knees and bow to me when he's up on the fucking balcony you know like he there's for all his speeches and all his threats and we're gonna kill one person in everybody's group and then we're gonna let you either join us or produce for us and shit like that everybody has he has done bad shit to everybody or he's been the cause of bad shit to everybody yeah there's got to be some people who are like i've already done so much bad shit now uh, in his name that i might as i'm all in you know what am i gonna do what what else is there just for the record joe i'm just thinking because i see tom cruise on my television screen right now we do live in a real world where scientology is a thing so it's not a it's not so far fetched to think that in this kind of world someone like Negan could be successful in turning all these savior fucks into a very obedient cult. Well, the there's a big difference between um, being forced into a cult and people joining a cult. There's also a big. You know, you give and you get. You have to be benevolent, not just fucking cruel and evil and dish out fucking torture and punishment. But I guess like, that's the, not how these people do it. But that's I not guess how you in get this thirty people to drink the fucking poison, you promise them everything. You give them everything. You give them hope. You give them life. You give them encouragement. You give them the promise of the of the promised land, and you you make them feel it through the love of, that you bestow upon them. And they drink the fucking Kool-Aid. You don't bash in somebody's mother's fucking head with a bat and say, now, don't you want to drink the Kool-Aid? Like, yeah, some people might, but most likely they're going to just try to kill you. <laughs> so most likely there's going to be enough people eventually that are going to actively try to kill you. Yeah. Constantly, actively. No, I mean, I agree, I definitely agree with that. Let's jump in the live chat for a second. There's a, there's a whole colony of women who ran away instead of going to actively try to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Like that's 
They got a fucking a semi army up there. You know, like through, Sandman says through the lens of the abused, Negan can be viewed as a saint. However, Negan could have killed the whole group and only killed two to three people. Negan could have also taken everything, but he only takes half. Claudio says Scientology at least has aliens and shit. DJ says, "Yep, it's a cult. All these leaders, all the, these leaders are narcissists." Atari Dad says, "To be fair, they don't admit to believing in aliens." <laughs> we got a good Scientology discussion going on. Sandman says, "Like you said, he'll slide that eight incher down your throat, and he has you thanking him for it." Followers believe that they were spared. Well, the, what I was going to say to you, Joe, is the candy in this world and how he initially got these people was protecting them from the biters. Is by protecting them from the and, biters, giving them a place to hoard themselves when initially right after the outbreak, everything was madness. That is what Negan essentially did. That okay, was the, okay. that was here, the savior by giving them a savior, a, a place, a home during all this fucking bullshit. And where did you where did you get that, Phil? I just made it up. Where did you get that? I made it up. Well. And, and, and anybody that gets that didn't get it from the show because we haven't been given any of that. Nobody's given us that as a backstory. The only story we have is they show up, they fucking kill someone. And, and even before we get introduced to Negan saying this shit, we get introduced to a group of bikers who say it to Daryl. We get introduced to other groups who, who like Dwight and them who like take shit. Who, this is basically a much larger claim gang. I wouldn't be surprised if Mayor Joe Hale and the claim gang split off and were like, well, fuck those people. We're going to go do the claim gang down here and just leave Negan in the dust. You now, know, like, now, Joe, do you have anything to say about the Father Gabriel and Spencer Carr scene that we're in right now? Gabriel's absolutely right. Only, uh, you know, he, uh, Spencer takes on the title of a shit here. Have a good night, Alicia. Enjoy. And all my notes, I got, I got, you know, Spencer is now referred to as the shit. Like, uh, yeah, Gabriel and the shit. Gabriel, Gabriel, where is it here? Uh, while you're while you're finding, I just have to say how much I love the actor that plays Father Gabriel. As much as I hate him, uh, I think the actor's just done so much great work on HBO. If you, the three shows now that he's been on, or or the two shows on HBO that he's on on Oz and on The Wire, he's he's really a lot of fun on those shows, and he just he's one of those guys that just has a lot of range. He plays very meek well, and he also plays like crazy aggressive well too. So, and I think he gets to show a lot of that on The Walking Dead. And if you haven't seen him on Oz or The Wire, it's uh, yep, very good. So basically, what he's telling him here is he's like, he's like, hey, Rick's a piece of shit leader. Rick's horrible. And uh, basically, Father Gabriel's like, no, he's a great leader. He gives us hope. He keeps us together, and he keeps us alive. He's like, he keeps us alive. He doesn't keep us alive. Since he showed up, since you showed up, my mom's dead, my dad's dead, my brother's dead. How's he keeping us alive? And Gabriel says, well, they may be dead, but others are alive because of him. Maybe more would be dead otherwise. So Yeah, it's just that it's just that the drama comes when the show comes. So we have to see that people die when our characters show up. But the shit would have happened anyway. And then Gabriel's like, you know what? Pull over. And so he pulls over and he's like, does Marcellus you know, Wallace your, your look like a bitch to me? Does Marcellus goes, Wallace look like a bitch to me, motherfucker? Sorry. He goes, he goes, you know, it's not your it's not your thoughts that are a sin. It's your thoughts that make you a shit. I'm walking back. And he gets out of the car and he leaves him. <laughs> you and then so so he gets out of the car and is like, huh? 
what the fuck? And then just runs into the woods out of nowhere. Here's, here's like walkers and decides to run towards the walkers. This idiot who's done nothing but run from walkers pretty much since we've met him and is, is pretty much a scared little shit out of nowhere decides to run 50 yards into the woods because he hears a noise. It's kind of ridiculous out of character for him. And then I, I just, I really didn't get any of the scene and it kind of, it was a little off putting to me. I think it was the passing of the Dick torch completely. It was taking that, even though Sam says, and I agree, it's like Negan said, uh, father Gabriel's creepy. I think for a while he was the biggest Dick weed in our group on the show. And I think this scene is a transition of sorts, a passing of the torch that Gabriel's like, Whoa, dude, I thought I was the most piece of shit guy in the whole entire group. You're the biggest piece of shit guy, in the entire group. And yep. And uh, oh, no, this was, is what you're talking about. Joe. Passing of the torch, a passing of the dick torch, completely. Yeah, see, he runs in, he abandons the car on the road. Yeah, what the where shit is saviors this? Or anybody else could come by, and runs off into the woods. Doesn't even know what he's looking for. Is just like, oh, wait a second, what's up there? Yeah, the I'm a winner. What the fuck is that? And so what's he do? He decides to like play with it. It was a guy up in a in the uh, hunter in the in a uh. hunting. Speaking in the speaking of playing with, with it, crossbow. we're upon the scene where Negan is bringing Carl into his bedroom. Hey, Carl, come yep, on, come, basically he come on, sit down by the fire. Men giving men busting men's balls, just giving men shit. Hey, for being Joe, men. this is AMC. They can't show that kind of thing. Hey, Fat Joseph's about to come in. You're you're uh, you you in the past. Fat Joseph's about to arrive. <laughs> I've seen pictures of Fat Joseph. <laughs> oh, we got we got a text. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Someone saying that this was my favorite episode of the season. I actually like Negan in this episode. Someone said from area code four zero one. It's it's as much as I can like him. I've liked him in this in this episode as well as like, and I I still don't like him. Is the thing I don't want to like off like i'm on uh but don't you feel like just in general out. like the the actor's tact is a little less over the top in this episode it is he is he's definitely toned down quite a bit but um but he's not also right but, but i think it works better on this level okay if we're accepting that this guy's negan like there's nothing i can do about it so there's so many other people I would have rather played Negan. I said Garen Dillenhunt, uh, John Hammer, two quick examples that, that pop in my head. So I'm trying to fucking make lemonade here out of these fucking lemons <laughs> for a cliche here. And so I think I like it now having to see a bigger, wider display. When he's up monologuing and doing his shit, I don't buy it. The more subtle, emotional torture, I think he pulls it off a little bit better. Ultimately, this may not be monologue, but it all boils down to monologue. Mm, so much yeah. he's just talking and talking. Yeah, he, he might he, be talking to yeah, one person, yeah, he, but he's still just Joe. He's, he's like me on a podcast. He really doesn't want to hear what the other person has to say. He just wants to talk. He certainly does not want to hear no, what. No, he's else like has me on a podcast, Joe. I don't give a shit what you really. I don't give a shit what you have to say. You know, I just I'm blah blah blah. My, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. My line. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. My line. No, so right no, here, get that fucking Bieber quaff out of your face. Bitch. Move it. I want to see the eye. Let's see how that CG looks. Holy yuck. He looks like the Terminator. Yeah, I thought it looked bad. No, I don't think it looks great. So Negan. 
It doesn't even look disgusting. Negan it just looks teasing like him. A black wall. Sandman, oh, I don't want to talk about it too much, but it was very good. I think you're going to enjoy it. Well, he did invite his students to hang out in his garage and play ping pong pre-apocalypse. Spencer found a compound bow. What is Negan going to do with that stick in Carl's bedroom? Hey, what about comic Negan, Joe? What about comic uh, Negan, Joe? Yep, so I actually have not gotten to comic Negan yet. I have finished reading Compendium 1 and 2. So I'm basically... You just met him. It, compendium, no. Compendium 2 ends at, like, the hilltop. It doesn't even end with Negan. Brown Sugar wants Negan to poke with a stick. But, uh, so so Negan torturing Carl right here, wanting to... I appreciate what he did there. You know, don't hide yourself. Just be yourself right there, Carl. There's some... Basically explaining to him that he may do not as good like the chicks, but everyone's going to be afraid of him the way he looks. Yeah. And then it's easy for... Carl starts to cry because yeah. he got made fun of. Yeah, but it's oh, easy to forget. And Negan points out that it's easy for him to forget he's a kid because he's he thinks he's such a badass. His fat Joe comes in with Lucille. Did he lick Lucille's pussy? He wish. Yeah, he wishes. Lucille would let rub, him do that. Rub Lucille's pussy a little bit. I want. Did he do that in the comments, Brown, Brown Sugar? I'm not up to date with the comments. I want to say, so far from what I know, as I say, I peruse wikis and stuff. Even though I'm not caught up with the comics, and I, you know, just run into posts. I just accept that this world you're going to be spoiled with stuff, so you might as well read as much as you can. <coughs> um, this is pretty accurate to the way that they do it in the comics, if I remember correctly, from what I've heard. Like, everything here happened. That's why I was saying Carl's afraid to die. He just didn't know it until then. Now I get why Joe doesn't like Negan. The comic book Negan is the best character in the Walking Dead universe. Yeah, did you touch her? Did you play with it? What, do they explain his backstory? Do they explain more than the, the show has about him? Because no. if he acts as though he does in this, like, there's no way I would think that he was the best character. That makes no sense. Like, if it's, if, if this, if this is true, Phil, like you said, like everything that's happened with Negan has happened in the books. Unless there's more, how is he the best? What makes this different? Like the fact that it's not acted by a world class actor, supposed to be a world class actor. Well, maybe not world class, but Marcus Caesar <laughs> said Marcus Caesar just to back up my point because probably knows more than I do about this. It says extremely accurate to the comics, the crying and everything, everything except from the comics. Negan does poke him in the eye, grab Lucille by the pussy. Was Negan sincerely sorry he made Carl cry? No, of course not. He I don't know about that. I get a feeling from him that he has an affinity of sorts. Looks at Carl, as Katie would say, looks at him as a pet. Well, there's no doubt that, okay, he, he doesn't want to beat women and apparently doesn't want to really hurt Carl from what we're seeing. He's only made threats about it. He didn't do anything to him back on day one, episode one. and But I, I'm still just... I, I think he respect. I think okay. I think he respects balls, and he respects the fact he that this kid has this, this this kid has the balls to stand up to him. And I think I'm gonna I, if he doesn't have character traits, I'm gonna add to him. His boys don't swim. That's why he's compensating, and he's being nice to Carl because he can't have kids, and he likes kids. 
and that and that's fine. He may like kids and he may like women, but I don't think he feel, he doesn't feel bad that he made Carl cry. No, not at all. He's turning he Carl into a reek. Look at this shit. No, no, he's, he's having fun. He's he's having fun turning Carl into reek right here. Yeah, he he felt felt so bad that he made him cry. He's making him sing the song his mother sang to him as a kid while pretending to bash someone's head in, if not bash his head in. Now, Joe, what do you think like, of he felt bad he this is some heavy shit for Chandler Riggs to pull off? How do you how do you think he's doing in this scene playing this stuff? Thumbs down for Joe. As soon as he started crying, I was like, it just felt awful. It felt fake. The singing here doesn't feel like he's actually like and even though I feel like Chandler's the one carrying the scene because I, the whole Negan puts me off, I still felt like there was times where even, you know, Chandler was bad at what he, mm. what his chosen craft is. Like that, I think the crocodile tears, the crackly voice while he's trying to sing, I thought it was just bad performance. But, you know, maybe he'll get better at that as he gets older. Maybe he needed to put some more time into, you know, rehearsing. Yeah, this might, this might be a good a trend. acting coach or director, but... This might be a good transition for him of some sort. Uh, Truck voices, too much ball talk, more titty talk. Well, last week was all titty talk. Uh, Marcus Eads. It was a little titty talk earlier in this episode. It's, Told Chandler to look at look at Robert Palmer's babes. Titties. Yeah, look at the power the power of titties. Uh, Marcus Caesar says in the comics he comes off titties. <laughs> Marcus Caesar says in the comics he comes off as sincere. He looks generally upset when uh, Carl starts crying. Artari Dead says Negan offers to screw women when he makes them cry, so he didn't know what to do when making a little boy cry. He knew he could he didn't want to screw him. Johnny Rico said he didn't sell it. Negan Negan obviously doesn't lift. This Negan doesn't lift. King J Uno says thumbs down. I think thumbs down to uh, the Carl's so, performance. Yeah. In the books, he he looks genuinely, uh, you know, sincere in the comics when he makes him cry. But then, does he pull that shit right afterwards? Because if he does, then it's not sincere. It's exactly that, not sincere. People can just like, be crazy, Joe. You know, people that are that are really nice to you one minute and then they bite your head off the next second. I think Negan enjoys fucking with people, but he doesn't fuck with you if he doesn't find some interest in you. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still, uh, uh, sure. Still doesn't feel bad. Oh, does he? Oh, <laughs> you, you mean does he feel bad? Um, was he sincere that he was like, oh no, I made Carl cry? I, no, he doesn't care about anybody. He doesn't feel bad about any of the bad shit he does. He doesn't. Period. Mm, probably not. I mean, you're you're probably right. He probably doesn't. But I mean. In the way that he gives psyches in this world that he's allowed. To in the do way the that shit I now. give a shit if I have a have a whole thing of sea monkeys and if the sea monkeys spill over because the cat knocks them over, I'm going to be upset a little bit. I'm going to be like, I worked really hard on those sea monkeys. <laughs> like I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he cares, but he has an interest. And if someone fucks with your shit. You know, you may get a little upset. He doesn't want to make Carl cry unless he's trying to make Carl cry. And in that moment, I don't think he was trying to make Carl cry. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to break his own toy. That'll make him feel bad. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want his toys to break, but still doesn't feel bad if they feel bad. Fellman says, agree, Joe. The character of Carl should have been able to shoot without hesitation. Then why go exactly. if you're not going to shoot it? It's, again, to do a Sopranos thing. Spoiler alert for the Sopranos. At one point when Tony thinks that Junior or Junior shot him and AJ shows up at the hospital to kill Junior and he like he like drops the knife 
before he even walks into the room or something like that. Tony's like, what did you do? You tried to do something. You didn't do shit. What did you do? You big fucking fail. A big fucking fail. A big nothing. A big fucking nothing. And ultimately, yeah. ultimately, Carl, like Rick should have the same conversation with him. Like you wanted to do something, but ultimately you had a chance. And what did you do? What did you do? A big fucking nothing. And And see, and that's where I'm like, all these other times, Carl fucking stepped up did exactly what he had to fucking do never has he has he blinked in those moments in this show but there he did no he and did. it was like what what why azimuth games holy shit leave a voicemail 781-990-8509 leave your thoughts immediate thoughts of that fucking crazy negan is in a way kind of like stifler I think he's funny as hell, says Tom himself. Uh, is it me or did Carl's makeup look bad, says Zach? Uh, Joe's with you on that one. He thought it looked horrible as well. I didn't think it looked tremendously good. I still say, Atari Dad says, I still say it's because Carl wasn't prepared to die as he thought he was. The fact that he broke down crying later confirms it. So when faced with that actual moment, as the Klingons say, today was not a good day to die for Carl. Carl pussied out in that moment. So, and I'm not sure that he even knew that he would die. I think that you got to think that people want him dead. Everybody wants him dead. None of these people would be upset if Negan died. None of them. Mm, it depends how how brainwashed these people. They call themselves the saviors. So they could look at Negan as some sort of like special person that saved them from, you know, that well, some sort of religious. Is, of I don't know about it. I certainly don't. It know hasn't been established. It's, it's leaving. It's making me do it myself to rationalize why these people follow him because they're spending so much time giving us Negan instead of giving us the fucking. It, no, it, Joe, it's, it's not just that too. It's that the saviors that we've spent any other time with besides Negan, ex except for the ones we met last season, the ones that we've seen this season are all people that are, pissed off about the shit we need to spend some time with negan's people that are completely drinking the kool-aid that are walking around saying i love negan i love being here but here's and here's the thing so we got dwight who's tortured into his that's position. what i'm saying we we know and dwight he, we he know runs around and he runs around and just steals things from everybody takes whatever he wants from people and, it, and that's okay so you got to imagine these other you know, schmucks that are big guys that do the same thing. So if you're not one of these big people or tough people, you're just being taken advantage of in this fucking colony. You're just having your shit taken. You're just being fucking raped as one of Negan's wives. You're just being fucking tortured because you came off a of guard duty to go see your fucking raped ex-wife. Mm -hmm. Like, and we've gotten nothing from anybody except Negan, who is just a fucking psychopath, who is just... Who Who's about? I, I mean, I know what's about to happen here. So who's about? Who's about to make a big demonstration here? That even what Joe was hinting at earlier in the episode, even more probably isolates and hammers in what Joe's point is. He's fucking doing some real horrible shit to his people in front of his people, and they're still eating the shit. It's again that line. He's fucking giving them the eight-inch cock, and they're thanking him for it. And, and what's he doing? He's making Dwight hand him the iron that he used to burn Dwight's face, too. Like, and don't, I don't want to have to do this. Thank you, Sam. Again. Like, come on. Like, I just, it. But welcome back in the live. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to me. 
It makes no. This guy has absolutely no friends in this place where one of these people he in this has, crowd doesn't that's have what a gun. That's, that's what I'm saying, Joe. That, that what I'm saying is these. Oh, you're saying okay, this guy doesn't. We need to. So Phil, you're in that chair, right? Mm-hmm. Do you really think I just sit there and if I have a gun on me, don't kill Negan in this moment? Do you think I'm going to end up caring? you're going to care. You're going to care. But like, is that guy going to care? Like, that's what I mean. We need to know more about all these guys. We need to know that we, all we know is Dwight. And all we know is that Dwight is just like, there's no choice. There's no choice. And all we know that these guys go, he just keeps making us do karaoke versions of the power of love. That's all I know. That's all fucking I know. Like I, I just don't see. I, I see everybody that has having been there. They get on their knees for him when he comes up. Like this isn't how people, who in this country, like bows down and kneels before Zod. Like and now during the apocalypse, we've survived so long. Uh, like great. Now let's kneel before Zod. Like Lex Luthor, ruler Lex, of Australia, operates Lex the mechanism. Right? <laughs> this- so he burns his face with a hot fucking iron, peels off. Even the doctor is disgusted with him. The doctor walks up. He fix his face now. Daryl, mop up the piss. Put some salt on there. T- Timo says, I really need to get Carl a haircut. Welcome back, Timo. Uh, Sam, thank you so much for helping Timo out at the time. Tari Dad says, so I thought the RPG was out of shells after defending Alexandria last season, but today they talk as if they still, uh, still have some shells, so they should have taken the RPG with them on their way to Hilltop. Hello, Ethan. Great to see you. The Walking Dead has several Gregor complaints. Uh, Zach says, right when Dwight starts to rebel, everyone will join. So, do you think that Dwight will be... Should Dwight be the one trying to start the revolution here, essentially? Uh, Somebody? Revolution? It just takes one fucking bullet. Like Rosita's. Uh, on the one bullet kick, just make me a fucking bullet, well, dude. Well, he has a gun oh, right now. Shoot Negan in the head. What's right. Gonna, what's gonna happen? Why doesn't Dwight just fucking mow him down? Right. What's gonna happen? Who's gonna be like, oh, Dwight just killed the fucking psychopath? Kill him. <laughs> kill him. Yeah. And another another chance to kill him. I think the more reasonable example, again, is in the room with all the women that one of them didn't try to slit his throat or something. Ever. Like, come on. Do you have anything else to say about the... Uh, Joe, do you have anything else to say about the iron scene from your notes? (sighs) The iron scene is one of those... The white fucker, uh, both burned men's women look on at the end. Uh... At the end of the, like, look on and like, oh, both our men have now been burned. Let's go fuck our new husband. Dun, 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 dun. Like, neither one of them have motivation to fucking slit this guy's throat. Like, there's got to be plenty of opportunity, plenty of chance. Robo, Robo 187 in the chats with you. Carl should have just taken Negan out. What the fuck? I, I don't understand that. He has not flinched once. Uh, Ahmed says, Our, Negan isn't going to die. He signed for two more seasons and he's in the comics. And I'm not going to read the rest of that, but yeah, it's uh, the, Negan's not going anywhere. He's, the, he's protected by plot armor, Joe. 
He's protected. Just makes no sense. And right, he's protected by plot armor, and so isn't Carl. So all of this is bullshit. So like, okay, that's now, a- why. Why would we be scared at all for Carl? It's Carl. Like, you don't think Carl's going there? You, you don't. You didn't feel any danger for Carl in this episode at any point? No, I didn't feel any danger for Carl. I, I actually was like, I was like, watch him. He's just going to get delivered back to his dad. Fucking harm free and he's gonna go see look what i did for you again yeah, where's rick? rick where's rick and aaron we haven't seen enough rick or aaron and you know why we need a 90 minute episode because they decided to give us two whole episodes on things we didn't need whole episodes on instead of getting the rosita in the live chat i, I said the we could have taken the kingdom episode and the tara episode and the no, Ros- i don't mind those two i don't mind those two i don't mind those two episodes. but i'm saying you still could have combined all three of those kind of storylines into two episodes instead of three I, I like those kind of, I liked them as as singular episodes where I'm saying that you could have saved episode time and scene time is now with this 90 minute episode which you know 30 have a good night brown sugar of it is is more just straight up Negan monologue and Negan doing his thing which we've already had in three other episodes full of and straight up all that same Negan shit so I'm um, I'm just like that's where we could have that's where we that's where we would have made our time instead of ramming it down our throats like ramming a character that's absolutely disgusting to most of the people that watch the show giving him absolutely nothing to you know endear endear anyone to him and make people wonder you know why would this guy still be alive if he did that to anybody in my family or my crew, I would stop at nothing to have him killed. Negan got, Negan got the idea to burn skin from Kevin McAllister in Home Alone and one Joe Pesci. Uh, and uh, that was a fucking good one. Uh, Timo says, Carl really annoyed me this episode. One minute he's a badass, next scene he's a pussy. What the fuck? Uh, was the coastal women's village in the comics? I know Tara isn't in the comics. Um, from what I remember, and again, I don't know the comics too well. I just know from when other people listening to other people talk about it. I think Oceanside is mentioned but never seen. But someone that knows something about the comics can correct me in the live chat on that. I'm pretty sure that Oceanside is talked about but never actually seen in the comics. Oh yeah, see, he gets his crossbow, and like, yeah, let's let's search the body. Ew. You know, it, like, and that's one thing you've never seen anybody really do is search the zombies that they kill. You got to figure it's one of those things that they do all the time. We just don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except when they just kill and move on. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. I mean, I every zombie I killed, I would be looking through the pockets. It was either a survivor that's probably got something to survive with or, you know, a pre-apocalypse zombie that. Timo says, actually, now that I think about it, it was I was a little annoyed a lot that this episode, Carl, Rosita, and Spencer all annoyed the fuck out of me this episode. Rosita actually didn't annoy the fuck out. I loved that she uh, told Eugene off. Uh, does she tell Eugene off in the scene? Oh, yeah. She tells Eugene off in – oh, is this the scene? Yeah, this is the scene. What's, yeah. uh, this is the scene the going bullet. on. No, I don't think it's a good idea. I've examined all the parameters and possibilities and integers in this situation and have come up with a fuck shit load of wrong scenarios that will outcome in the events that you take this bullet that I will make you because you fat shame <laughs> me in just a moment yelling and pointing your finger. 
at me. Zippity doodah, so zippity yay, my oh my, what a mullet for you. What a mullet ass day. Yeah, he basically just, she basically just, she doesn't want to make the bullet. And she's like, you said you'd make it. Now make it, you fucking piece of shit. You fucking coward. You've never done anything. Now fucking do something. You know, you piece of shit. You know who I love? I love fucking Carmine, you motherfucker. Yeah, you should get out of here. Dog. But no, you, you shouldn't get out of there and watch this episode. You should go and fucking watch Westworld is what you should go watch. But yes, you have Come not. Come on. What's Rosita? Of course she's. Her, this is all just new to her, you know, her man dumped her and then got his head bashed in in front of her. Of course she's fucking salty right now. Abraham was right. I'm stupid. I'm a fucking dumbass mother, son of a bitch. But Carmine, great to see you, buddy. Love you. I mean, she's from Texas, the only or somewhere in route from Texas, we assume, right? Where Eugene is from. The only person she has left from the start of all this bullshit is Eugene, who is the coward piece of shit from her original fucking, her original crew. That like to watch her bang. Like, that like to be a little like, voyeur son of a bitch and watch her bang. That's their connection for the most part. Like, right. she just knows so them as like, a dirt ball. And so everybody else here is, like, basically her new family, who she's uh, upset that, you know, they've folded after she watched, you know, the last person in her life get his head bashed in in front of him. And another and Glenn, you know, so of course she's salty and bitchy. It, it makes total sense to me. And this is how I feel the entire group's attitude would be the same as either Oceanside's, fuck them, pack up, we're out of here. Why would we stay? We're going to just keep driving north. They can't be in fucking Maine. They can't be that fucking far away. Come on now. They're in outside of Virginia. They're like, let's drive to Maine. Let's drive someplace really fucking cold where the zombies freeze to death. <laughs> so that know, would that would that be your goal? You go up to the more uh, the the colder climate and try to slow up the zombies in a ice. Got to go to Hoth. You'd spend time in a Tom Tom and Hoth. <laughs> uh, I think so. I think I'd probably head head north. Hope uh, Canada wasn't as bad as America. Smaller population. <laughs> you know, you, maybe find a couple of good uh, cabins in the woods or a cabin in the wood to live in and some shit. I don't know. Let's jump in the live chat. Timo says, Rosita reminds me of Sansa. Maybe that's why I hate her. We were supposed to feel sorry for her because she lost people. Really, Joe? Really, Joe? No, I'm not saying feel sorry for her because she lost people. That's not what I'm saying. Everybody's lost people. I'm saying I understand why she's behaving and why she's pissed and why she's bitchy. And this all just happened to her. This is all like within the last two, three weeks. I don't know exactly because they're a little fucking fucky with time, but for, like I just understand where she's coming from. She hasn't gotten to that annoying be point. Fair, jo- be yet. fair, Joe. They're a lot fucky with time. <laughs> like this is what we all expect. We gave what? Uh, what's her name? Glenn's wife there. So much shit because when when Beth fucking left us, there was zero fucking emotion out of her whatsoever. So like Rosita having to put up with what she had to put up with and then losing them also like it, it all makes sense. And at least we're getting to see her, you know, work through it, I guess. Timo says I to do something about it. Timo says, I get that she's hot to most people, but damn, she doesn't, she doesn't get a pass for being a bitch, says Timo. Carmine says, I'd head over to an island to build up that island's defenses. That'd be the best way to survive the zombie apocalypse. I'm all about going to the isle- going to an island and having the these surround water, water idea. I think that, that would be, for me, the best. Make sure you get all the zombies off of the island and then protect the borders. 
I like that. I like that too. And uh, one of the things that Z Nation did in the originals was when like Nebraska starting to sound good. Sorry. The, the zombies can, you know, do they drown or would they float? Like what, what makes an island safe? Do you get complacent on an island when a zombie washes ashore? No. Like you're also trapped on an island too. There's no getting off an island. Fair enough, but once once you rid them of all the zombies, then you can create a somewhat of a border and then have like a no a no uh, tolerance policy, like like kill zombie and on there's site. There's only so much you can scavenge on an island, and there's so you keep so you keep the you numbers low. You go all blue lagoon. You get brook shields. You have a party. That's it. Right, That's all you even, need. Even even alone, like you're eating a lot of crab and a lot of fish. You're eating a lot of sure, something hopefully. if you're on that island with brook shields, Joe. You're eating a lot yeah. of something. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I think, but I'm not saying I just head north right away. Like yeah. I'm only saying I, I'm going north. If you're I'm, going to the alive thing and eating me and uh, eating parts well, of my body, you know, uh, this is just to escape the Negan. Like he, his reach is only so far. Yeah, you want to escape and, the speeches. 1999 champion right, says like, it's been amazing here in this chat. But I call it night. Have a good night, 1999 champions. Thank you so much for joining like, us, buddy. Go get some of these fucking box trucks that are laying around that you that you have that you know of. Load up all your fucking shit and go. Go to go to caravan. Get the fuck out. Yeah, go. Don't to, stop until you, until you absolutely run out of gas and shit. Yeah, go to Nebraska. As someone in the live chat was saying, Red says in World War Z books, people try to escape the zombies through a submarine. Then they suddenly start to hear knocking, and the fucking zombies are on the fucking submarine right. <laughs> trying to fucking get not, in. Not just that, but they make an island of boats, pretty much. Like they start all the big ships and everything start hooking together, and smaller ships start hooking on, and all the anchors. You know, sound travels really well in water, better in water than it does in uh, in air. So all the sound and banging on of boats and chains and anchors and all this shit attract all the fucking zombies from the water that have washed in or or drowned or anything like that. And they end up climbing up all the fucking chains and taking out those those uh, boat islands and boat colonies too. So now we're you know, really cool. Joe. Joe, you're 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 interrupting this epic scene of Dwight and what's her name talking about how. What are they talking about, Joe? Yeah, T- they, tell me what they're talking about. They're, they're, um, uh, he's, he says, "I know you sold her out. I know you sold them out. You don't have to feel bad." And she's like, "You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Uh and we shouldn't be sitting here together smoking. And Dwight's like, "Why? We ain't doing nothing." It's like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? You fucking idiot! You think he care? You think if we got caught right now, the intent wouldn't have been that you were going to fuck me in this hallway and not just split a cigarette with me for five minutes? Yeah, I don't know if it. Ha- I don't know if it happens, Joe. It? I don't know if it happens, but if Negan came around that corner, it would be a bad scene. It, it would. He wouldn't be like, "Oh, you guys are just hanging out here smoking a cigar." Like, "Oh, what are you doing to my wife?" You or, would, or if anybody else did, they can hold that over you. They've been meeting in the stairway, smoking cigarettes together, fucking. Yeah. How do you say no? Where were you all these times? What blah, 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 like? Just the just the implication alone gets one of their heads ironed or bashed in or something like. And that's what I'm saying. Like the, it. Uh, it just. <laughs> are you like? Smoking scenes, really my favorite. Funny. My favorite scene says Tom. Uh, Mike says I'd fuck a zombie. And Mike, I saw what you said earlier. Pretty soon, another couple of weeks, I will be too. Fuck I a zombie. Oh no no. What what he was saying in the live chat? Yes, they did, Joe. They did. 
they did uh, Coast Zomb. Oh, the big outro you're talking about uh, World War Z. World War Z is a must read if you like zombie storylines. And here we go. We got Negan. What's Negan drawn there? Like he looks like graphs. Oh no, he's draw Is he drawing a picture of of uh, Carl? Yep. He's sketching Carl. Okay, this is pretty funny. I, I can't lie. This is pretty funny right here. He's sitting there sketching him. Sketching Terminator 2 over here. Which is a little, isn't that like, Carl's like, great, I'm going to get raped again. No, I mean, I, I rape my eye socket. I think, skull fuck me. I think in general, Carl knows, Carl's a smart enough kid, or Carl's a smart enough character that he knows if Negan hasn't killed him already, he's not going to get killed. And and I can already see the some not the confidence, but he looked a lot more scared with Joe Claimer getting ready to fuck it, like the, with the Claimers yeah, and that yeah. whole situation. And Carl jumps up right here and basically says that to him. You're right, Phil. Watch. He's Watch. like, you ain't shit. I'm, boy. I made I met Mayor Joe Hale. That guy's scary. He said claimed on my ass. Are you gonna say claimed on my ass because it belongs to somebody else? Yep. My ass has already been claimed. Timo says, I like Carl without the bandages. Now all we need is a new haircut. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, the hair is fucking ridiculous. Sandman says, Negan is a pedo. Uh, pedo confirmed. Atari says he's right, drawing. Exactly. Sketching, sketching Carl's eye yeah, hole. He's doing all, he's all one hour photoing right now. Okay. If we, if we say Robin Williams is a sketch ball and one hour photo, Negan's pretty fucking close. He's sitting there. What? Well, like Good. Good, Carl. Bring it. Bring the heat, buddy. Come on, bring it. See? Yeah, come on. Cut the shit. Yeah, you're not going to do shit. You're talking shit. You're a fucking, fucking little loudmouth piece of shit. You're like that Looney Tune ca cartoon with that little fucking chicken hawk that's just like oh, bleh. Carl should get a crew cut with a widow's peak Negan wants Carl to hold his dick torch there's Carl and his bipolar disorder you're a talker and then here we go I'm taking you home Look at wait, how did Jesus get into the compound? Oh, Jesus is here now. What happened Look to? He's on the roof of the truck. The truck is leaving. Jesus is no one, on the roof no of one, the no truck. One that's see, leaving. No one sees that. Oh, they're heading back to Alexandria now. Uh, right, we saw. We saw that. We see the compound. How big it is, right? Did we already see that? Did they already do the? Yeah, shot they kind of. Like they kind of. They. Sh I think so. I think they did. A big factory place, right? So we nobody's on the roofs looking out. Nobody sees Jesus on the fucking roof of this truck. There are no lookouts up high. Come on! What ha the fuck? Have we seen? Looks like we need a fucking person up in the fucking watchtower. Have we seen Rick and Aaron anytime soon? Nope, not yet. Not yet. We will again. Okay. We will again. And so Daryl, if you touch him, I will. And look, he looks up. So did he already? Did Daryl know he was there? He has to. Did Daryl do that on purpose? Because Daryl's the one. on purpose because the guy is gone. Jesus disappeared. Where did Jesus go? Is he David fucking Blaine? What the fuck's going right. on? Right, so did Daryl do that on purpose as a distraction because he looks up. He's wait, looking wait. up. Like, Where could Jesus have gone? Is he under the car? You've seen the future, Joe. Where the fuck's Jesus? I'm fast-forwarding at this point. Fuck this shit. I'm not waiting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Phil. 
You know. You know. Phil, Stop. Sh- shut the I fuck don't. up. Joe, shut, no. shut your dirty fuck it. Shut your horror mouth. Oh, I'm fast forwarding through the Fear of the Walking Dead thing. I can't. Oh, yeah, good. Good. Because that made no sense. That made no sense to me. Oh, come on. They have I this. Like, well, Here we go. I was Taco like, well, Bell's Fear of the Walking Dead, Joe. It's Taco Bell's Fear of the Walking Dead. Shut up. I got, I'm got. i so interested in this. Look, it's like the same. Dude, part. He's like, okay, so these two chicks who one of them has been army bitch and they're both surviving through it. And they're like, Okay, you go through the tunnel, and but and then he stops and he's like, "No, I can't let you in." What do they? Right? Do they have to get the worst what? actors in the world to be in these things? Like this guy's awful. I actually kind of like him. I like him in a lot of. Oh, you like him? Then. Yeah. He reminds me. He reminds me of somebody. He reminds me a little bit of Brian Finch. So bit. he has the cripple go down first, because of course he's going to want to take advantage of her in the tunnels. And then he's like, no, I'm going to kill you. Sam, I And do- so this girl, who's a, who's a fighter, who we've seen as a fighter, who obviously yep. slice, slice, whack, stab. Why doesn't she pick up the gun or fucking kill him? Why? Why? He's not going to come chasing after? He's not going to, like, what part of that scenario in this world that, you're, that you've been running through and trying to survive in says that you shouldn't be trying to kill him and not just run the fuck away from him. Yeah, you stabbed him in the leg. Oh, he'll just leave. He'll, he'll just go lick his wound in the corner. No, that motherfucker's coming after you now. And to answer your you question. kill that guy. <laughs> to answer your question, Sam, I don't still watch it. Joe doesn't still watch it. Stephanie still watches it, actually. And uh, God, no. <laughs> speaking of Fear of the Walking Dead, Joe, I saw that there's a season two of your favorite show, Fuller House, is coming out next week. Joe, yeah, that's your that's your, uh, that's your that's your job in the uh, off-season of The Walking Dead to do a uh, full review of seasons yeah. one and two of Fuller House. Joe quits. On, <laughs> wait, wait, we've lost Joe, everybody. Joe's quit the podcast. This yeah. just hit. Joe's officially quit the podcast. It's It happens. Done. Yep, it's over. Done. It's over. He's done. The, fuck it. So Okay, so here we are. We're back in the... I, ep- I didn't know you guys disliked me that much where you wanted me gone. <laughs> you wanted Joe, You really want Joe to quit the podcast, guys? He's already on every other week. Yeah, make me watch Make me watch Fear and, and Fuller House, and that will be it. Yeah. You don't know how, Joe, I have to say, you don't know how how many... Uh, out of more, more than any other thing that's ever been requested on the channel is people, ri- people sending me messages about when's Joe going to watch Fear the Walking Dead? I need a review of seasons two and three of Fear the Walking Dead with Joe. <laughs> That's uh, the most... To, okay, Phil, next time I get too drunk, right? Put, put it on. You want me to take put it on? Phone, take out your phone and put a, take a video of me puking and rolling around <laughs> the corner asking people to check to see if I shit myself because I can't tell because I'm too drunk and I'm barely fucking alive and I'm about to be rushed to the hospital and have my stomach pumped. And then that will be my review of the entire series or any particular episode or whatever scene in whatever episode. Just play that back and that will be how I feel about any particular Fear the Walking Dead moment, scene, episode, season, or series, or Fuller House. There you go. There we go. As we get back into the episode. So there's There's your To everyone that's messaged me, there's your answer. So, okay, so... Let's continue here as we start back in on Daryl, Joe. We got Daryl in the scene. So this is, we're actually seeing real Daryl here for a second. He's starting to, uh, someone slipped a note under the door to him that had a, Oh, is that it? Is he getting, is he getting the note now? He's getting the note now, Joe. He's getting the note now. And it says, I thought it said, uh, go home. And Phil thought, I mean, Phil, Katie thought it said, um, 
go Raiders. I don't know. Go Raiders. Dude, AFC is going to. Oh no, 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 well, that's a different podcast, Joe. We're going we're doing AFC Championship podcast. Let's continue. That's going to be nice. So okay, so so Daryl got a so note. Go someone's down. someone's helping someone's helping Daryl out. Who do you think's helping Daryl out? Joe? Are they or is it a test? Is it a test for? He needs his not his second timeout test. Well, now. Negan's gone, but who do, who do you think it could? It can only be Dwight, right? Or the girl? Yeah, it could be the girl. Like, didn't the girl come and visit him once? Mm. And and tell him some shit. Oh yeah, the girl did visit him once, so it maybe so it's her too. It could be the girl who's now getting even more fed up because of uh that other shit. Who knows? Maybe it was Fat Joe. Our Red Sox fan says he thinks it's Dwight. Her husband has a pretty cool moment when he killed two guys with his bare hand for killing the worst character in the show. Says Atari Dad. Jesus is gonna. Maybe it was oh, Jesus. Maybe it was Jesus. I thought. Oh, Timo says I thought it was Jesus that gave him the note. I don't know, but maybe it was. Oh here! Oh well, look who's back. Okay, good, Joe. I have to. I have to say, I like it. I like that we had Michonne at the beginning of the episode and shows back up at the end. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because like when the car pulled up and this girl got out, I'm like, who the fuck is this chick? Yeah, it strangely makes sense. It strangely makes sense because it's got set up early and it was enough to forget it to be surprised that she's right there. But I think that yeah. – I think there's an example of where you could have had a cool – a good cliffhanger. You end the episode with – Michonne finding her right with the sword and then start the next episode with it starts to be the process of Rick's group clawing back against the saviors and showing you that leading into the leading into the mid-season finale that our characters have a hope yep there's enough of our characters in this town that obviously do not want to have anything to do with Negan which is why I don't understand the complacency to stay in this place running water okay and power is not enough to get me to want to stay under the yoke of Negan. So it's either we fight to the death because death is imminent under this guy, no matter what, or we leave and take our chances, pack up and fucking take the fuck off. Get the fuck out. There's no reason to stay. Patricia in the chat says, I don't think it was Jesus. He was already in the truck. No, he was on the truck. We don't know that he was in the truck at the end. He was on the top of the truck. And when Daryl does that distraction, it shows the top of the truck. It shows Daryl looking up, but we don't see what happened to Jesus. Jesus is just gone. He's no longer on top of the truck. So here's Negan doing his Negan thing with the back tilt. That's the thing. He does the back tilt. Oh, uh, the lean, the gangster. Yeah. The, the, the lean back. It's almost as cheesy as the early the seasons. Ja- to, to do our second uh, Sons of Anarchy reference of the episode. It's almost as bad as the early seasons. Jack's walk. Yep, it definitely is. Even the late season, he had to throw out. Don't even say early seasons. That walk shows up every time it, he walks it away. It mellowed, Joe. It be fair. It mellowed by no, later seasons. No, I will not give you that. No, you do not get it mellowed. His walk was atrocious. Oh, His, poor Denise. Tough guy walk was horrible straight Dude, through. What's happening like, in this scene? Clue me in the scene. Why did Denise? Why did he make Denise cry? He fat shamed her. He oh, called, he, she's like, she's like, please, we don't. She, he comes, he's like, where's Rick? And she's like, he's out, he's out, out scavenging for you. He might be gone for a day or two. And he's like, he's like, well, I'll wait. And she's like, please, we have nothing. We don't have anything. We're we're starving. And he's like, ha ha ha, you fat sow, you're starving. I got to admit, and she goes, where? I got to admit that I generally think 
the chemistry that these two actors have are pretty good. Like she, so then here he goes. He goes, oh, don't worry, sweetheart. That's all right. Just because you're fat doesn't mean I wouldn't like to fuck you something fierce. Really? Seriously. So he's, he's trying to get her to be one of, one of the next wife? Oh, yeah. I'll take another wife. So, Dude, people like fat girls. Uh, girls. Al, Al Red Sox fans like, girls. Al's the loving this. Girl. Al says this is funny. This is a great scene. Great scene. Smack. She got some balls on her, too. Now I like you 50% more. Oh, look at fifty percent more. Look at Negan. He wants. He's getting up in on that Negan. Fifty percent more. Yeah, that's the lot. Oh, We're running that line. You doubt. You doubt it. <laughs> you doubt my fifty percent more. <laughs> I took notes. <laughs> oh, he likes me. <laughs> I get why people kneel to him now. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, so he's he's, he's, he's so, so charming. So he came there alone. Just him and Carl? Like, really? Like, such a bully. Like, no, no, quick, but like, quickest thing I can think about to shame her. She's fat. Make her cry because she's fat. Oh, Carl. Carl, could me, you could you reach in the kitchen? And, I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry, Joe. Just to go to your point here. Carl, or could you reach in the kitchen and pull out a knife and stab him in the back while he's distracted fucking with Denise? Because he brought no other backup. So he is in Alexandria now alone. I know there's no guns, but there's other no, fucking no, ways was, to kill people. There was another car that showed up too. But oh, I've look, he's doing say, the he's doing the Bruce Willis thing from Die Hard. He's making uh, fists with his toes. You know, you show up. He showed up with with some people. This with is three or four oh, people. Okay. With he, car also, he has other people. This is kind of. But here's the thing: even if you showed up with him, right, and you were on Team Negan, and Negan's head gets brought out of a fucking house because Carl fucking just cut it off. And you have a town's full of angry people. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're going to fight? Or do you think they're going to go, thanks for killing the fucking son of a bitch? Here. <laughs> Bye. This is awesome, though. Really? I got I to say, I actually really like this part. I like the music used in this scene. I like the cutting back and forth with Negan looking at the running water and now finding uh, baby Shane here. I mean, Judith. And being enamored by the baby. I guess it goes more to my point that Negan has a thing for babies and maybe can't have them. <laughs> oh, no. Make it, he can't have babies because he... Uh, he says something earlier about uh, being maybe one of his wives being pregnant. But I do have to say I actually enjoyed that scene, that that last scene with him and Carl back in Alexandria. Joe, tell me I'm stupid because I enjoyed no, it. No, no. It, 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 like, this is actually the moments where it gets a little – the Negan stuff is – and this is why I may, I may have felt the way I did when we first came into the episode – and I said those things about Negan. Because it ended you in a good, better point. Because it ended me in a slightly better, slightly better point. You'll see what I mean, how I, I say slightly better, because it, it gets ruined again by the very end of it all. Okay. Like, and, even, and even still, I, I remembered saying, you know, he's just going to bring Carl home and leave him with Rick. No, no harm, no foul. Now, do you have anything you know else I mean? to say like, about those series of scenes? Do you have anything else in your notes about those series of scenes we didn't get to touch upon? About the no, not really. Just like it, and you know, like you said, why doesn't Carl try to kill him right there again? Like he's got the opportunity, and the difference is, is of of like him getting murdered and his people standing up for him. Is he's a psychopath and a fucking sicko. Whereas if a family member gets murdered and you stick up for him and you go to the death for that, 
there's a big difference. The and again, and that's what everybody else's motivation is, and why there's a lack of it on the Negan side. I just want to be clear about what I liked about that scene. I really liked the tone of it. I liked and Joe, I agree with you, but but I really like the tone of it. I like when you play. If you're gonna do the comedic sort of stuff with Negan and the monologues and his goofiness, him wandering around, you everything else that going on in the scene. You, it helps when it reflects it or it's completely opposite to what's going on in the moment. And the parallel of Carl being ultra serious in that and Negan with funny sort of music just fucking around was a cool parallel and just setting up in that moment was effective in what it was trying to do. They don't do enough of that with him, at least in the introduction of him. They didn't do enough of that. And it makes right. it seem like it's a different show. Like it can – Exactly. It can make you feel like it's an opposite show, Joe. Like, not that you're in the show like this, but in Twin Peaksy or something, you add that weirdness aspect of it where you uh, add the weird music and Negan doing something surreal. Like, right when he started beating the guys with the baseball bats, he sort of started playing, uh, playing, uh, never gonna. Yeah, or or uh, Rick Astley, never gonna give you up, like Rick Roll, everybody, or something. <laughs> Just so- something big fucked up like that to make it even more almost Deadpool-y, like where he's outside of the norm of the show like, and, and outside of it all. If you're going to go there, go all the way with it. And what I like about that scene with it is it seems like they went... Well, you you they, also run the risk of him becoming too jokery. Fuck it then. Every sh- if, then that's what you need. It would differentiate him because your biggest problem with him from the show standpoint, again, we're just talking about the show, is that he's too similar to, oh, here's another traditional bad guy or whatever. It's just same old beats, blah, 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 except he talks more. So if you make him the Joker and make him a little bit more, uh, I'm not the kind of guy that has a plan and I'm just fucking crazy and I could do anything at any moment, uh, it may, at least it would be a different tact. We haven't com- yep. we haven't completely seen that. Yeah, the governor went off the rails a couple times. But if we had someone that was completely like an agent of chaos in this world, uh, maybe that would have been more effective if they if they took that tact with him on the show. And again, I'm th- saying not from the book. I just think maybe you're too. And this is something I was talking to Brendan about, and something we might do in this podcast. In some ways, from what people tell me, is they might be might be being too faithful to the source material and some of the Negan stuff. And they, maybe they should have changed him more for the a television show and added a few more dimensions to him. And because they're a little bit too faithful to that, it might just, it what works in a comic where you have a lot of imagination and a lot of just whatever your own perspective going on there maybe doesn't work in a television show. And they're too faithful to that. Well, if they're, if they're being faithful to that, then I don't see how this works in the comic too. Because if it's faithful to the source material, if this is how Negan behaves, maybe it's funnier in the source material. This is the real interpretation where most of the people who have read it are like, it's pretty faithful, these scenes. Then I don't I don't get why he's the fan favorite. I don't get where our any survivors would be like, oh, this guy's fit to lead. And by all means, if anyone's listening to this and disagrees with what I, anything I say about that, because people that know more about the comics have more of an opinion about that. Yeah. Tell us in the live chat. I love hearing I'm wrong. I want it to make sense to me how, and and I guess I, I guess it's not going to until I get to those uh, books, but which is soon. Yeah. Okay, so let's continue. Let's finish off this episode here. We got Rick and Aaron on the hunt. Anything specific you want to say about the Rick and Aaron stuff here, Joe? Well, it's pretty cool. They they come across a hey, sign KLC. that says, you know, uh, enter here and you'll die. 
and then they come across another sign. Is that where they're coming up to? Now they come across a uh, truck, a couple trucks on the side of the road, and a big sign written out that says, I am fully fucking stocked and loaded, and if you try to come and get it, I will fucking kill you. And the only reason why you're oh, alive standing here reading this sign is because I'm probably dead if you haven't been shot. This is like Terminus times a thousand. <laughs> it's, it's like that not just come this way. This is a big note. I'm like, do I really have it's to a read? definite eerie warning for sure. Yeah, that, that took some time. That's some good handwriting too. <laughs> Someone took the time to really craft those letters perfectly. No, you, and, well, if you're reading the sign... And you haven't been shot, like the sign says. Chances are, whoever made this is dead. So you're you're free to go about your business in here. Essentially, is what he says. If you if you don't mind taking the oh, risk. Oh, and of Joe, the biggest and things like that. Apparently, from when I oh, there's the water zombies as we were talking about earlier with the islands. Um, the biggest difference from comic Negan to show Negan is f bombs. He drops a whole lot of motherfuckers and fucks that aren't on the show. Could do you think? And of course, I would like that. I like a good. Could that make a di- could that make a difference that for the television show it's the same Negan but it's Negan slightly light like when you got the Mortal Kombat for the Super Nintendo and you needed to and they didn't have the fort fatalities is it missing that slight edge because he says motherfucker and fuck a lot and some of his colorful metaphors are cut down a little bit I guess it only serves to make him more of a a psychopath right more and, of a terror and maybe just funnier Joe maybe in the co- in the comics because of that he comes off as funnier, whereas the show it's a little bit more contrived because they have to, they have to mat, tone down his language I'm a little gonna, bit. I'm interested to see. I can't wait to find out. Really, I can't. It is, and Tom himself in the live chat says it is tamed. It's like PG-13, Negan. F F bombs are on the Blu-rays. It's on the Blu-rays. Like dead, it'll be like Deadpool PG-13. So we're ba- we're back with uh, Eugene and Rosita here. She's like, "I'm sorry," and he's like, "I reject that." Let's go back to awkward silence. Oh, that already happened. They're back at the gate. So yeah. This is this is uh the shit showing up with yeah. the cash she pulled off of the fucking uh the Latin note that he had. Oh, it's just like, oh, of course he's the one that gets lucky, right? Have a good night, he finds, Sam. Find something. Yeah, he fi- he finds something in this situation. Little douchebag. Why couldn't he have died? Fuck him. Okay, so can we just get to the point where all these guys get the weapons from Oceanside? Where Tara, why hasn't Tara told anybody that she knows a place that has lots she of guns? Swore. Fuck her. Fuck swearing. Swore. swore my she ass. This is the problem with Tara. She fucking sided against the governor and then she fucking, like, fuck you, Tara. With the governor, yeah. That was before. Choosing the wrong allegiances, Tara. Shut your ass and tell them. No, if she does, people on both sides will end up dying to get those guns. I guess. Couldn't they just be like, hey, dudes, like, can I borrow those guns or something? (laughs) And see, here's the thing. So Spencer's all like, Rick's got to go because he's gotten so many people killed and now we have to deal with Negan and we wouldn't have to do this otherwise. And then so Rosita here at the end is like, so what are you going to do? Give all that shit to Negan? He's like, well, that's what Rick wants us to do. And it's like, well, what would you do, Spencer? You're talking about replacing Rick to do what Negan Seriously? wants. Seriously? Negan. Done. I'm sorry. Negan's just playing with the baby right there? Yep. On the porch. Drinking drinking lemonade? Yep. He might just have to stay here? 
No one's going to try to kill him in his sleep. Where's Carol? Someone get Carol back to Alexandria for fuck's sake. She'd poison his cookies or something. No, she owes it to them. They saved their life. Oh, she knows yeah, it's it. not sweet talk here. I like, oh, I'm going to go kill your dad and your brother and bury him in the yard because you're such a fucking, well, maybe I'll kill you too, you little shit baby. Aww. Oh. <laughs> and that's the like, end. And then that ruined, that kind of ruined oh, you, you, the you, 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 you didn't like, you don't like the baby talk, baby talk, it's a wonder you can walk thing right there? No, I thought it was more psychopath. So basically, it's a threat to the baby now. Uh-oh, 90 minute like, season finale, Joe. So 90 minute mid-season yeah, finale next minutes. week. That's why I'm like, it. Like when I heard that, I was like, even more so does it remind me of Sons. Rather than just having another fucking week, they get two 90-minute episodes. Like, does that? how does that make sense? Why not just make it another fucking episode? Yeah. Now, well, I, I think, again, it comes down to AMC wanting to just make as much money as possible with the commercial breaks. Because it seems like we're getting more and more commercial breaks. And it just allows them to sell more and more ads. And that's right, where they're at. It's not at. a full – it's not – it's because – and the reason is is because it's only like 10 or – 10 minutes more of airtime or, or 11 minutes more of airtime, but it's just enough to ruin the time block. So they said, we're going to push it. We're going to add a com an extra commercial or an extra two small commercials in each commercial break and spread that 10 minutes out to make it a 90 minute episode or 12 minutes out rather than what would be 20 minutes for half an hour. You're, you're getting eight more minutes of, you know, commercials and not really more, and you know, with the two 90 minute, 30-minute extras. You're not getting full. Now, Joe, we have, we have a text message from area code 212. It says, hey, guys, awesome show as always. I have to say that we're to the mid-season finale, and it feels like nothing has happened. <laughs> what do you guys – how would you sum up in a sentence the story for this season? Joe. You're absolutely right. Nothing has happened. It's been all – it's been complete setup since the beginning – all we've had is the introduction of two more towns because they made us a promise. Our world is about to get a lot bigger, and now so it has. We we now have three more three more towns. Three more towns. We got King, we got Kingdom, Oceanside, and the Saviors and the place. Saviors. Right. We have four. Well, I meant two more because we knew the Saviors existed and right. had a place. We didn't know. Oh, and we have the hilltop. So Ooh. We have five. We have five total places. So our world is really big now. Um, so hopefully we'll have more involvement from more characters who might become lead characters at some point. I'm really hoping for. I do have to um, say one thing, Joe. Hello yeah. up in smoke in the live motherfucking chat. Welcome to a finally be live. Great to see you, motherfucker. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know what your original question was. Um, what was this? It was the, it was the texter's question. Oh yeah. What, right, right. What's so, the yeah, story? So sum has, up, sum up the story of this season in one all, sentence. It's all been set up. It's all been trying to put pieces in place to give us, I think, hopefully action for the next half, the back half of the season. But here's the thing, even with all this setup, uh, of these other places, we didn't get enough of it because they spent so much time, four fucking episodes, Pretty much, uh, you could take all the Negan scenes, and it would take up four episodes of time. I think out of the seven. You know. Now, Joe, we we talk about the, we talked about this a little bit more on Vikings, but I want to talk about it here with The Walking Dead too, because these half seasons. Now, can this season just in general? Because I know 
in general, I think, like you said, most people are pretty down on this season when it comes down to not everybody. I know some people that are way high on this season, but there's some people, most, a lot of people are way down on the season, the walking dead. Can they save the whole season for you in the back half? Or do you just consider it its own entity? Like these half seasons are its own entity, eight story arcs. Then it's another eight story arc. Can season seven be saved for you? If they come back with eight kick-ass episodes. See, um, it's, I don't really ever look because I know that the rest of the season is coming. They do a pretty good job of setting up a full season arc. Um, I guess they didn't really last season. It kind of like had multiple Craig macho heroes, but, but no, um, this one seems like it's being created as a full season arc and not two half season arcs like they've done kind of in the past. So so you think you think we're going to get closure of this Negan arc by the end of the season? Like this whole season is going to be about Negan's rise and Negan's inevitable fall because they're only building him up to be a dick this much. And I know nothing about what's going to come, but like they're only building him up to be broken down for Rick to eventually come back and Rick Grimes, this son of a bitch, right? Well, and, the, and well, here's the thing. He they have to, in order for our hero to be a hero, he has to take down a villain, right? And the more you build up your villain, the better the hero is for taking him down. Yep. Right? So if Negan isn't this all-powerful, all-evil, all-nasty, all-psychotic sociopath, then he's just another claim gang that Rick bites. You know what I mean? He's just another person that Carl can shoot, that Carl doesn't choke on for some reason, that doesn't have plot armor. So they have to kind of do all this build-up and all this stuff because if Lex Luthor is just a fucking pickpocket, he's not fucking Superman's arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. They, you know? they, need, they need to build it up just to see, to see Rick. And I think by doing it for a whole season, will we get that Eddie Murphy thing where we've been starving for a long time for some serious Rick Grimes and that when it finally hits us at the end of the season, when Rick comes, the Rick comes come tumbling down, is it going to feel really, really good, Joe? Is it going to feel really, really good? Or are you, are you to the point where she ha- it hasn't given it to you for so long, you're going to be like, eh, fuck you, for, fuck you. No, I, I could go either way. I think I could go either way. I, I just don't want them to, I don't want it to feel like, um, I've seen it before and I don't want it to feel like uh, it's the walking dead doing it to uh, the same circle or that they, that they, they did the TV thing. Right. I don't want that. You, you're, but you're, I don't care if they make it, if they make it uh, re, uh, empire strikes back. Awesome. But this is the, this is it, the, this is the most popular show on television. You want to see them take some risks. They have an audience yeah. right now. Take some fucking risks. Let's, let's jump. Right. Let's and ju- I don't think they've done that. They've played it easy and safe and TV troped us to death over the last few years. Before, that- before we call it an evening, let's jump into the live motherfucking chat. We'll set, someone says, uh, Joe is Eugene. Sounds like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> let's uh fuck it oh look at the lotus next episode we'll have a death but it's gonna be a character no one cares about tara is the character that almost nobody cared about there's not much going on in everyone's storyline to have these bottle episodes walking dead should just look at the flowers at this point says eli on the next walking dead another tara episode 
Uh, Sandman says, Dale was the all-time annoying character. KLC asks, why did Carl start crying after Negan, Negan made him take his bandage off? Like, was he totally okay with his dad uh, going to cut off his arm, but he got really upset at taking off the bandage? Yeah, yeah. my bandage got taken off, and he wants to touch it, so I'm going to cry now. Like, really? You, 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 you snuck out and went all the way there to be this big man? ran over a zombie, got to roller skate with the girl and said, I'm going to go save the day and, and fucking ditched Jesus all smart and stealthy and have this badass history and then fucking choke. And now you're crying about getting your eye poked. Wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, Lori was a better villain than Negan, says Claudio. <laughs> Who is kind of was. Who is your favorite all-time villain on the show, Joe? I think we may have talked about this before, but who out of all the villains that we had was your favorite? My favorite was probably if we do we count Shane? I mean, yeah, I, I mean Shane is a it's he's an anti-villain. An antagonist. He's an antagonist but not necessarily a villain like because I think he was the most multi-layered as a character. I mean, I guess, yes. I guess just because David Morrissey's a good actor, and I enjoyed, even though I didn't enjoy. No, I think I think most effective, even though Mayor what Joe Hill. you say, Mayor, Mayor Joe Hill. Hill. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say even though it was very short-lived, I think the way that the whole Terminus arc worked out with uh, with Gareth being sort of very businesslike with everything, I think he was effective in being a menacing kind of character. And I really feared for our characters in that moment when the Penguin got killed in that moment in that season and stuff. Like I thought that was pretty pretty effective. So I'm gonna yeah. right at this moment I'm gonna say Gareth was Gareth was pretty good. I yeah, it was good. And I think that was a very cool moment of like the lead up of what is Terminus following the Terminus tracks all to lead up to that breakdown that eventually happened. I think it was very short. They could have made more of a lunch about it. Same with the same with the uh, the claimers. But yeah, I like I like Joe Hale as well. Joe. Imagine if Dale was still alive right now. Fuck. Uh, we need some foreshadowing of Spencer's death in this episode. The more you know. Oh, uh, fucking Lotus. Negan Dale is good. Dale would be out of there. Dale wouldn't have stayed around for any of this. Dale would have packed up his shit and gone. Yeah, I can't handle this shit. I'm going to Arizona. This show would Dale be... would have never stood for, for let's go murder everybody at the uh, transfer station. Uh, Eli says this show would be better if Shane was still around, but not a TV loser like Dale, says Patricia. We need Dale in the comics who got to bang a, 30, a girl 30 years younger than him. So if that's where being liberal gets you in the apocalypse, sign me the fuck up. Negan is the best, says William. William, welcome to the live fucking chat. Rick is the best villain, says Eli. Shane wouldn't take Negan's bullshit. I was going to say that too, but, you know. <laughs> Crazy Rick. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> The governor made more of an impact on me when he killed Herschel, but Miss Shane. Uh, Shane was a G, says Eli. I, I think Shane felt like the most, again, most well-rounded antagonist to Rick because you understood where he was coming from. And even the way Rick, one of my favorite moments of this season so far, when Rick's talking about uh, everything with his kid and knowing what happened with Shane, he basically says, yeah, they thought I was dead and 
like that must have been fucked up for him you know like shades shades like yeah yeah i did whatever i could to protect rick like shane like for whatever it's worth and i mean we've had this argument before but shane ultimately tried to do the right thing by rick he's like tried to take care of him tried to protect his room tried to set up the situation then then just like dude he's dead i did everything i could for you i'm gonna protect your family and like he waited till he thought rick was dead he didn't fuck you know Lori until then it was Lori that teased him after the fact and kind of like provoked the craziness in a lot of ways but oh yes she did but shane we should have just been straight out honest right from the fucking beginning we thought you were dead we've been hooking up rick's bad you know rick's back or said to rick yeah except we thought you were dead we were hooked up i might be pregnant (laughs) sorry or you know just straight up write about it or been like sorry rick you know it's like it's the zombie fucking apocalypse really what are you like you're afraid you're gonna be left alone without rick at that point you were the last couple of weeks that's the way it's already been you already resigned to that i guess you know shock of him coming back well who knows but timo says lotus looks too comfortable she's uh, she's getting tired looking at looking at looking at lotus like hey what's up am i am i in the air what's what's going on here is it my is i in the show now is it my fucking show shame was dumb crazy says william oh fuck pause crazy Pause television. Shane was ahead of the game. Yeah, Shane wasn't crazy. He was just ahead of the game, to quote, to quote the Joker. Yeah, pussy fever. <laughs> Judith isn't Shane's because she isn't rubbing her head in frustration every three seconds as a man. And that's, I think, a good place to end things. A man will get a little, <laughs> let a man have the last line. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. An awesome job to Joe for taking care of our recap tonight and taking care of duties. Uh, I'll be back next week with uh, The Walking David, but Joe will be back a lot coming up with some fun, act- fun stuff Joe and I will be doing in The Walking Dead offseason. And of course, we'll be back for Vikings. I think think either Wednesday night after the show or maybe on Thursday, depending on what Joe's work schedule is. We'll talk about that off the air. Or, yeah. Do you work Thursday? You do work Thursday? Okay, so we'll try to do it Wednesday after the episode airs. I do have to work early Thursday morning, but uh, it's 9 to 10 now. So, uh, so yeah, we'll be on Wednesday night right after Vikings airs at about 10, 15 to recap the episode of Vikings or just babble about the episode of Vikings. Everyone, thank you so much. Eli says, Lotus is life. Are you going to do a Walking Dead uh, or Westworld feedback show this week? Probably not this week. I have to rewatch the entire series, but it will be coming up very soon. Maybe this week. I, I really just need to... I may try to just marathon the whole series tomorrow <laughs> and uh, then maybe try to do it Tuesday or Wednesday or something, but well, we'll see. We'll see either or later in the week, but, uh, but it might be early next week. So, uh, and I also am thinking, I also have to talk and figure out with my uh, guest, with my co guest co-host for that program as well. It might be a cool thing to just really focus on that, but I might do a, a separate little mini reaction. I don't know. I'll talk about that in a different in a different cast because I'm going to start talking about Westworld and I don't want to spoil anything for people that haven't seen it on this cast. So, Lotus doesn't choose the thug life. The thug life chooses Lotus, says Eli. Get and that's Joe, the way it is for everybody. Get Joe to watch fucking... Uh, fucking uh, are you talking about Westworld with me, Claudio? Get Joe to watch Claudio. Uh, don't lose your head. Rick's group will make it through uh, Negan's arc. Night to the doggy. Should I watch Westworld? Watch the first couple of episodes. You'll know very soon if it's going to be your kind of show or not. But 
I will say the season does pay off at the end. <laughs> so everybody, thank you so much for joining me. If you haven't already and you like this, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. You can uh, follow us, follow me on Twitter at I Got Issues Man. Follow Joe at Dirty Locks. Find us on Facebook, Phil's Recap and Review. Check out issuesprogram.com. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, all those audio places, Google Play. We're there as well. And also, please join the Discord group and the Google Plus group. You can find all the links down in the description box below. Help us out on Patreon or PayPal. Uh, join Audible and sign up for a free month and all that sort of shit. Find all that those links in the description box below. Thank you to everyone that supports us and helps us out and helps us grow. You guys in the live motherfucking chat are the best part of all of this. We fucking love you guys. And have a good night, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next time. Claudio, the conga souls will be back. <laughs> we get back in the other room, I'll burn out the conga souls. I could run and get it in the other room. a.m. in Brazil. 5.51 in Ireland. Everyone in the live chat, tell us where you are in the, all the way up, on the way out. Everyone in the live fucking chat, you guys are fucking amazing. Everywhere where all you guys are out in the country. And everyone that's listening to the podcast later. We appreciate your support so fucking much, seriously. Here's a mini conga solo. Or I'm not, I mean, I'm playing it. It's just recorded. Patricia, Claudio, Robo, Tom himself, Eli, Claudio, Eli, William, Sylvia. We need more Deep Space Nine backgrounds. We'll be back. We're going to be doing some Star Trek, more Star Trek stuff too. Mark from Enchantment Attorney and I are going to be doing a Deep Space Nine uh, Star Trek video coming up soon. We're going to have him on the channel. It's coming. Back next week.